everyone. Welcome to Brew Jackets, a fun Blue Jackets themed podcast. My name is Kevin. Joining me tonight, we have my guy, Hefty Duck, my guy, Hartsy, my guy, Owen, my guy, Wyan, and my guy, William. We have a lot to talk about today. We got Gavin Brindley news. Uh, he had a four goal night for Michigan. It was pretty yeah. damn cool. Uh, Gavin Brindley, also f- the uh, first star of the week in the Big Ten. Uh, Elvis Merzlikens news. We got to talk about the two games that the Blue Jackets played and just uh, so much more. A lot of stuff going on in the Blue Jackets world. So let's get going and uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah. yeah welcome in. Welcome in. Intro, Kevin. That was amazing. I appreciate it. Um, so, uh, yeah, right off the rip, let's talk about something really cool that happened because there's also there's been so much crazy, not cool shit here recently. Um, so for those of you who may be first time watchers or listeners, Gavin Brindley is a, a phenomenal Blue Jackets prospect mm-hmm. playing for the University of Michigan this year. Um, and he has been on fire this whole season. Uh, he's been the best player uh as far as i'm aware i mean maybe there's other players i don't pay attention too much to college hockey especially michigan but um even though we've gotten tons of players from there so here i just want to bring this to the stage real quick all right um this is so this is the setup so this past friday blue jackets prospect gavin brinley who plays for michigan had a four goal night he just he just absolutely just dominated and in this video, it shows all four of his goals. And the f- the first goal, you have to pay attention. It happens pretty quick. Is that what ha- ha- what happens is Michigan does good work setting setting it up. They work the they work the puck in the offensive zone. Puck comes up high from the point. It gets passed down low, and then it's a quick pass to Gavin Brindley. And Brindley puts it in. You're not going to see it unless you pay attention. So for this first goal in this video, pay attention to how quickly Gavin Brindley gets the puck. Yeah. Uh, so, and just to, just to talk about that game just for half a second, I think that they, uh, Michigan ended up winning 12 to zero. Yes. So they did, they, they did play, they did play a, a weaker competition. It was Stonewood, a division one school just starting out this season in division one. So they're not going to be as good. So you do have to take that with a grain of salt there. But having said that, four goals is still really hard to do, especially oh, for yeah. Division One hockey, and especially when you're playing at a really good hockey school like Michigan is. Yeah. But so, uh, sorry to Stonehill, but this is some sick highlights. All right, I'm gonna roll the footy. Yeah. So watch how quickly Gavin Brinley gets the puck here in the first one. Well, that's hard to even see. Hold on, let's replay that. Well, we'll yeah. we'll let them all roll, then we'll do a second time through them. Yeah. That was quick. Um, oh, that was kind of similar in a way, too. Just like those little sneaky in the corner goals. Oh, wow. Nice little slapper to make the hat trick. Stick. The slap shot is almost a, a dead art. Yeah, I know, right? Well, take a what, look what even just happened on that one? All right, we're going to have to watch these ones all over again. So, first goal. Watch carefully. 
Watch carefully. So, gets it pretty uh, quick here. Isn't Brindley number four? four. Number yeah, four. okay. So he got it right before there. the camera even got to him. Yeah, I know, right? That's what makes it so confusing. So here <laughs> we, the camera's following number two here. So what happens here is if you pause it, so what's going to happen is he's going to pass it up high, and then up by the point, he's going to pass it, and it's down low, and the guy down low gets it, and he's going to quickly pass it to Gavin Brindley. Okay, so it goes up to the this guy near the blue line, the very uh, top, stays in. Okay, so so here's here's what, what confused me. Okay, freeze frame. Damn it. Okay, right now, this is such a bad pause right here. Right now, Gavin Brindley is going around like the bottom of the screen here. Yeah. He's, he's on the right side of the offensive zone. So you don't see him even come into the ice. I mean, you're basically seeing what these defenders see, which is not him uh, until right at the very end. So Pasco is right to him. He receives it for like half a second and just bloop, right over the blocker side of the goalie. It's a first shift that that happened uh, 17 seconds into the game. All right. So here's the second one. So Brindley's once again on the right side, and he gets a he just quickly he puts it on that. Yeah, just gets a rebound there, and boom, puts it in. It looks like he shot from behind the red line too. Yeah, banking it in off the goalkeeper. That's a hard. I mean, all these are hard shots to make. But all right, here's the third one. It's kind of bounces across the blue line. Everyone's on sides. 91 gets it over to four. Four slaps it right in. That happened so fast. Hold on, let's watch that one again too. The last one was kind of easier to, to figure out what what all was happening here. Will so. we see Gavin Brindley in a hardest shot competition? Yeah, hopefully. I'd love to see Chinikov in a, a hardest shot com competition too, but he's got to actually make it to the All Stars real quick. Sorry, so we need to do our own. We need to do a Blue Jackets one. There's other teams who do it. Oh. Whoa. Okay. So this one, this one's pretty cool to watch. Um, all right. Looks like passed up, stretch pass up to the blue line. Gavin Brilliant just brings it across, sneaks up into the top of the slot, and just slides it on home with a nice using, little wrister. Using using the defenseman as a screen. Yeah, entirely. Well, see, he even used that number thirty seven came in and like blocked number uh, seventeen. Block number five there from even like playing proper defense. Yeah, he's tied him up. Crazy. Four goal night for the young Blue Jackets prospect. And you know, of course we have to we have to find things this year to really celebrate and talk about that might so, not always be. Yes, and that I have I have a couple more quick little videos that is just Gavin Brindley doing different stuff just to show. Cool. So this, on your end? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, first things first, you're gonna for all you people out there, you're gonna have to turn down your volume because it's loud and I don't know why that is, but that's just the way <laughs> it is. So just turn down your volume when I play this so it doesn't like you know freak you out, you know, screw your ears up or something. Uh, so uh the first one. Uh, all of these are from Michigan hockey social media pages because I'm always looking to see if they have anything to anything Gavin Brindley to share. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But the stuff that they do, I, I clip it. And here's the first one. It's just Gavin Brindley walking up the stairs, and I'm assuming he's going into the rink or something. Here's the first one.
So there, there, there's that one. Uh, this one is, this is him. This got him scoring a goal. Well, celebrating a goal he scored. I'll put one more time. Okay, this one is Michigan won the national championship. This was Gavin Brindley's perspective of what Michigan was like when that happened. This one is after that Michigan won, and we see Gavin Brindley walking up the stairs. You see him? He's coming up right right there, right there. Four. There he is. He's right there. I'll play it again. I'll see, play it again so in case you didn't see it. So there it is, and he's right there. He's right there. There's four. There's Gavin Brindley. And one last uh, Gavin Brindley video. You can see him right front and center of, with celebrating with his team after the win. Three, two, one. And uh, there you I'm go. So there you go. Those, there's your uh, little. Oh, actually, I take. I got two quick pictures to show. The videos are done, but I got two quick uh, Gavin Brindley pictures to show you which is because gavin brindley had in the two games he played this past weekend he had five goals two assists for seven points and because of that he got big 10 first star of the week so shout out so shout out to blue jackets prospect gavin brindley for getting big 10 first star of the week for your awesome effort in your two games against stonewood so shout out to you and one last set of Gavin Brindley news is that Gavin Brindley has now been named a new alternate captain for away games for Michigan. So shout out to you, Gavin Brindley. That's great. You're cooking at Michigan. It's great to see. And keep cooking at Michigan. Keep dominating because when you're ready, come join the Blue Jackets and dominate just like you are with USA and Michigan. What number is he going to wear when yeah. he comes here? Because four's already curious. Cole's yeah. already changed his number from 34 to 4 because yeah. that was um Brindley gonna do 14 or 24 or 34. 34. <laughs> That's a good 30? question. What that is a good question, Owen. What is Kevin Brindley gonna do when he gets to the yeah, blue? Because number four is already taken. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk about our number four here in a while too, because he's been doing great. That's true. But uh, you're right, Owen. What's Gavin Brindley going to do when he gets to the Blue Jackets? Because Cole Sillinger has number four. He should wear 94 just to be like that. Yeah. Just <laughs> to be, you know, close in number to the, one of the other Michigan players on our team. Yeah. Uh, Kent Johnson. <laughs> Former Michigan, I suppose. So, dope. Well, that's awesome. So, some other, like, good news in the Blue Jackets world. Um the other night on the 15th, so two days ago, they had their Hockey is for Everyone celebration. Um, this is a celebration where, you know, they bring in all sorts of different, um, you know, groups who are, who are usually minority groups or not maybe traditionally, um, 
what you would think of when you think of hockey, but they are uh, very valid and we enjoyed their uh, them being in hockey as well. So a couple of things they did to celebrate that. Um, so they had the National Society of Black Sports Professional come professionals, sorry, come do a panel um, for I think it was about 200 uh, season ticket holders um, or maybe a few more. And um, they did like a little panel where they answered some questions, talked with fans. Um, this included Jean-Luc Grandpierre and um, the uh, special guest for the night, uh, Ayo uh, Ad- Adonai. I'm so sorry if, I, if I'm if i pronouncing <laughs> your name wrong. I, I watched it. Um, I tend to watch it on mute sometimes because, uh, you know, I, I don't not that I don't like r- Rims and Shelly, but, you know, I just I tend to watch it on mute sometimes. Yeah. Um, so they they also had United by Hockey Mobile Museum uh, set out out front. Um, I personally was not there to get to see it, but uh, it looks really cool. I mean, uh, they roll out this basically exactly what it sounds like a mobile museum. I mean, it has to be on some sort of back like big trailer, or like some sort of semi truck yeah. thing or something. Like um, how the NHL does their Hall of Fame exhibit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's pretty sick. That's that's awesome. They, they were able to bring that to Columbus um, for mm-hmm. hockey is for everyone. Uh, you know, it helped highlight some uh, other people throughout the league that have uh, done well as well. So then during between periods, they had um, a special hockey team and a sled hockey team both compete um, or just, you know, have a little exhibition uh, in the in the during the period um, during the intermission. Sorry. And that was awesome. You know, we kind of forget sometimes, too, about how these programs are able to, like, make money and run, too. Um, because, you know, it's it's not cheap. we got to, you know, have an ice rink to play at and everything like that. So partner, Voris, um, Blue Jackets partner, Voris, uh, and the Blue Jackets with Voris donated uh, $10,000 to uh, Columbus Ice Hockey Club, which is part of the um, uh, organization that that helps to put on these uh, or helps with the sled hockey and the special hockey as well. And as I mentioned, so um, there's a AO Adonai from Adrian College Hockey. Um, I'm sorry, Adrian College. Uh, he's a hockey player plus an alumni of the Columbus Ice Hockey Club. So they had him as a special guest. He did the puck drop, which was really neat to see. And overall, I think it was a very nice night um, for a lot of people. You know, we saw, I got to see tons of pictures. Uh, that was really neat. Um, I'm not sure the Pride jerseys seemed kind of lackluster this year. Um, and whatever, I guess. I agree with you there. The metallic numbers is going to be something hard to replicate. Those were at, those were pretty sick last year, though the ones mm-hmm. yeah. and whatnot. Just neat. Shout out to the lucky few who won those in a raffle. I know. <laughs> I, the so, one, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Continue. Those are pretty jerseys. The the one yeah. thing the one thing I would say is that the Blue Jackets, when it comes to hockey, is for everyone. Night. They do this the correct way. They do it awesome. It, when they, they say hockey is for everyone, they legitimately mean hockey is for everyone because they got people from all different groups and all walks of life there. You know, there's the, the you got the disabled people, you got the youth hockey programs, the boys and the girls, 
and you got the LGBT and you got all this other stuff so that it actually is hockey is for everyone. When I look at some other teams do this and it's kind of cringe because like they go too far in one direction to yeah. where they're, they're solely focusing on like one thing. And like the other things, like they kind of give some attention, but it's that's like the background noise, and like they focus in on one thing, and 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 it's like okay, cool, but that's not really hockey is for everyone because you're only focusing on like one thing, and if you are, just make a night for that, you know, like like there's a military night, a first responders night, LGBT night, and all this other stuff, <laughs> make it that instead of what I see what other teams do, which is hockey's for everyone night but then they like focus on like one thing and it's like well that's not really hockey's for everyone night so it's hockey's for everyone is focusing on all aspects of the game right i agree with you Owen. so like that that's a credit to the blue jackets for doing it the correct way which is when they say hockey's for everyone they mean it that they're focusing on all sorts of different groups of people and everyone everyone yeah and i like that and that avoids the whole potential, you know, issues that people may or may not have, you know, with it because you're not necessarily focusing on one thing. Parts you're of it, yeah. Or parts of it, you're focusing on everyone. So, oh, look at this group. Look at this group. Look at this group. Oh, that's cool. Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's cool. You know, stuff like that. I still think it takes more skill to play sled hockey than it does to play regular. Oh, hockey. I would that's, imagine. Yeah. Absolutely. That's just to be real. That's yeah gotta be nuts like the, the uh, amount of goals i've seen just from sled hockey highlights and like i'm waiting for one of them to do a michigan because <laughs> that that would literally put their game on the map that would be sick see someone I can't imagine. Go the net, scoop it oh i mean it's, yeah right it's already an olympic sport and we've had usa win the gold in that so it it is a big thing it is it is yeah. a thing well yeah that's some uh, i you know it's just a night that i really personally enjoy i think they do like, like you said the, the blue jackets do a great job at including everyone there and um you know nothing i could possibly complain about um so uh we'll talk about elvis here after the the little inter little ad we do here in the middle uh, and i'm not going to do the ad right now because i want to talk about real quick some great news for blue jackets fans who live in ohio and that is amazon prime invests in diamond sports company the parent company of valley sports um and it's been announced and as far as i'm aware games are going to be coming to prime which i already have which is great so instead of paying $20 a month to a service that only works after the time, you can just, with your already, if you already have Prime, then you can watch them. Yeah. Why has this not been a thing with ESPN Plus? They've already, the, we need to stop localized games. It's ridiculous. The other night, did you guys notice that Toronto versus Edmonton? Which is a huge game by all accounts. It's you know, Austin Matthews versus uh, Connor McDavid, right? Huge yep. game in the NHL. Mm -hmm. It was only it was only localized. It was only local channels. It wasn't nationally broadcast. Like where? 
who is running this one in the NHL? Um, why are they still running it? And yeah, losing to can, can so, we, is this about the, one of the first steps to be able to open up hockey for? Oh, let's say it for everyone. Yes. Yeah. In, in term, the hockey guy has talked about this on on different videos on his YouTube channel before, which Shout is you. Guy. Uh, yeah, good guy. Like him. Um, which is this, is that he's talked about this from a, a ratings perspective on TV in America. Rate It does better when it's American team versus American team. When it's American team versus Canadian team, it doesn't do as well. And when it's Canadian team versus Canadian team, it it's, it's not very good. So that may play a, re, a reason into that. And I understand what you're getting at, Hefty Duck. you got t- two of the best players, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, going out there, playing in a game head-to-head. Great matchup. But that, like the hockey, like I said, the hockey guys talked about this in videos from a TV rating perspective in America. The best ratings is American team versus American team. And the worst ratings is when it's Canadian team versus Canadian team. And it's no disrespect to those teams, but they just don't have the same draw in America that they do in Canada. So that probably has something to do with that. As for Bally Sports getting, you know, bought basically by Amazon, this is certainly a big positive step in the right direction for people that live in the Blue Jackets TV market or other teams TV market and get an, a good way to get that done. Because if you've seen what Amazon has done for Thursday night football for the NFL, it's pretty damn good. Because I remember in 2021, my mom, we were, we're in our, we're in our hotel room in Columbus and it's a Thursday night and the bears are on. And normally if we were home, we could just watch it on TV. But then when I go, we're in Columbus, we're not going to, my mom's, I'm not going to be able to watch it, but no, my dad pulled out his iPad and put the bears game on for my mom. And she watched it (laughs) in the hotel room. So, and I watched some of it too, and it looked pretty damn good. Like good broadcast, everything looked great. So it's like, if that's what you're getting for hockey, you're in a good, you know, you are in a good spot. I, so I think a positive first step, and I saw this on Twitter, is that, okay, if this is what happens now with the Reds and the Guardians and the Cavs, besides the Blue Jackets, because they're also on Bally Sports Ohio, and what happens with their games now? Will they still be on Bally Sports Ohio, or will you have to, or are you going to be able to do the whole Amazon thing? So that's another interesting thing to look at, is that not is not only does this affect the Blue Jackets, but from an Ohio sports standpoint, this also affects the Reds, it affects the Cavs, and it affects the Guardians. So it'll be interesting to see how this works out. And from a personal note, I you know I think it's great that this is a good first step for people being able to watch it who live in the Blue Jackets TV market because I can't relate to this because so many times I've seen it on Twitter and everything or talking to people when I'm in Columbus, like, oh, what channel's the game on? I don't know if I can watch or not. And I'm just sitting here in Illinois. Like, I can't relate to that. I can just pull up my computer and watch it because, you know, I pay money on ESPN Plus to watch the Blue Jackets game. So I can't relate to that. But it's nice that many of my Columbus friends are getting a, a, a good shot at 
watching, you know, the games. Yeah. We have hit the future NHL fans. This is something that I have said in previous podcasts that I'll say again that we deserved one streaming service that doesn't work based on restricting local blackouts. And I and I personally believe that this is the right step. Amazon streaming the games. Whether or not I have an Amazon Prime account is irrelevant because I'm going to be buying an Amazon Prime account to watch these games. Um, it's the right step. It's something that needed to be done earlier with the MLS doing it with Apple TV, with the NFL doing it with Prime, with MLB right. doing their own games on YouTube and other services. It's time that the NHL stepped forward. I think you can watch all of the PWHL for those of you who aren't aware of the professional women's hockey league that just started up. You can watch all theirs on YouTube. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. And you know what? You can run ads on YouTube and you can make money off of the ads that are on YouTube as well as your sponsors who are sponsoring in the game. I don't know why this isn't like more of a thing more often, but whatever. I, let's make people I mean, pay 20 bucks. I mean, and they deliver. Does YouTube premium. I don't know why the NHL can't, but. The fact that they're doing it on Prime is, you know, a step in the right direction. Oh my god! What oh, hell yeah! What a lion! What an up tonight! What? Sorry, William. What a fucking stud, William! There, oh my goodness, he did it! He wore the suit that we featured on the show a couple weeks ago. Oh my god! This is looking looking beautiful, William. Uh, Hearing me. For those, because this is the, of course, uh, this is the picture that uh, we put on the show a, cu a couple weeks ago. For, just for all you people watching the show, which is here it is. It's right here. This is the suit that we put on the show that William is now wearing. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that yeah, brother. That's the suit that we put, I put on as a last minute kind of silly joke. And William's like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put that on the show. <laughs> and sure enough, he did. He put, he's wearing it on the show. So good for you. Let's go, William. brother. What a fucking yeah. spot. A beauty. <laughs> All <laughs> right. William is well, a people. Well, speaking of, you know, Amazon Prime and running ads and everything like that, this is a good time to run our little ad. Um, you know, we just do a little quick DraftKings read. And whatnot. I'm actually going to go ahead and skip the little intro video I do every week because I'm ready to roll. Uh, here we go. We know hockey games move fast. Both DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So, some odds from today um, from DraftKings, DraftKings odds for the Detroit Red Wings versus the Florida Panthers. Today, the money line is Detroit Red Wings plus 170, and the Florida Panthers seem to be favored by quite a bit at a minus 205. So, you know, I, no betting advice at all, but I can imagine why the odds are why they are. Yeah. Um, good luck to Detroit because I just picked up some of them for a fantasy team. Uh, so then we the have Lions. the Montreal Canadiens. And then we have against the New York, oh, New York, Jesus, uh, New Jersey Devils. The Canadians are plus 170, and the Devils are minus 205 on the money line for the favorites. Uh, once again, I can also see how, um, you know, these, these 
are what they are. Let's look at um, so the Jackets don't play until Friday. They last played uh, Monday at like one in the afternoon, so they're not playing all the way until Friday. So I don't have odds <laughs> for them yet. All I have is tomorrow's, and there's no one I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. That was, I felt like I was like rapping rap god right there. You know, Eminem song. (laughs) It's like the fastest, uh, Whatever, dope. Okay, so we're on the second half of the show now, uh, and we have some extremely important and extremely hyped news from this last week. So as everyone at this point is probably aware, Elvis Merzlikens has switched from originally the game, um, you know, a few days, the the interviews the day prior, he said that um, him and the Blue Jackets organization are looking for a new scenario for him. Um, well, at least him and his, his agent in the Jackets organization. And then the next day comes out. And then during an interview, he says, as everyone knows, I put, I requested for a trade. I didn't know that because I, <laughs> I mean, I, I write for, you know, another uh, network that I can't really mention on this network, but I'm a writer as well. Go find me on, on Twitter. Um, I wrote an article all about it like the day before. And then he comes out and like, oh, it's a trade request. And I'm like, okay. So um, this is a quote directly from Elvis about during the game, which he ended up winning. Um, seven, uh, I'm sorry, this was uh, in a shootout, 4-3 Columbus. And he did really well that game. He said, I got mad. I just let the monster out or I have to let the monster out, something like that. And... Um, <laughs> You know, uh, between, I don't know, it just sounds made like me giggle. You want that? It sounds, <laughs> you know, maybe like a quote from, yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, I'm going to say like it is. And sorry, I know you're all human, all you players out there, Elvis, but it was kind of cringe. Yeah. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, the joke, obvious joke being there, the Cleveland Monsters are our AHL affiliate. And... <laughs> You know, new scenario. Um, just joking. He's not getting set up. Uh, so then we have Pierre Lebrun, a hockey reporter, says there's no interest around the league for Elvis. So let's start. Um, I'm gonna start at the bottom with you, William. We're gonna work our way up to you, Kevin, because I'm sure you have a lot to say on this. I do. Um, William, you got any thoughts on this? What's going on? Why is this? What? Anything? Cringe, laugh, sad, happy. Elvis, like. It was a good game. You know, we won. But he had to go ruin it and just go, Derp, I requested a trade. I know. I'll give the and fans then, this one thing. I let the monster out. 
Like at this point, I'm gonna make a Elvis hype video, and the song's gonna be Monster by Skillet. Oh, and you need to include cans of Monster. I got you. See, my edit is gonna be him letting in goals to that song. Uh, I like it as well too. I like it as well. You got anything else, William? If not, I'm gonna move over to Owen here. Move on over that way. All right, all right, Owen. What, what's your thoughts on this whole Elvis thing? I just want to know where his mindset went from, you know, going down to Chillicothe, Ohio, to go see football games, and now he just wants out. He does say he loves. The city of Columbus. He also said, uh, and I quoted this in what I wrote, that he's planning on keeping his house here. He's planning on, you know, he, he likes the area here. Now, how much the area likes him may change with all this, this great, just crazy I think news it's that's been going on. It changed my perspective on him as someone yeah. who was a big Kiv Linux supporter and a supporter of him. It, it kind of sucks to see that, you know, he wants out. It sucks that he doesn't want to be part of the team, especially during a win. He says this. Like, what do you think about the uh, Pierre LeBron thing about saying there's no interest around the league for him? I'm I'm in agreement with him. Who's going to really pick him up unless we retain salary? Who is going to pick him up? Yeah, no, that's that's kind of where I'm at on it. Twenty five percent retained on Elvis. We'll trade him to Seattle. We'll get Bjorkstrand back. Everything will be great. We could always include, you know, another player as a package deal too. Um, we have some other players. Bemstrom, Bemstrom for of, for Carty. They've been kind of shopped around, and nothing's happened with that really quite yet. Maybe there's reasons for that. You know, we got to talk about the front office here in a bit. So I'm gonna turn it over to you, Kev. What are your thoughts on all this uh, Elvis stuff? And I got some more to say on this subject as well. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with uh, both what uh, Owen and uh, William have, have said here, which is, you know, all this stuff, sure, could have been ha- handled better. Better, Yeah, maybe they could have sat down Elvis Merzlik and said, okay, this is what's going to happen, this and this and this. And maybe they did do that. We just don't know, and we'll probably never know. It is what it is. But having said that, Elvis Merzlikens, you haven't played in a bit. The last time you played before Monday was you're playing against Toronto and you were playing a pretty good game, but then you left the rest of the game because you got sick and then Spencer Martin had to take over that game and Spencer Martin played a pretty good game. The Blue Jackets win at 6-5 in overtime. Adam Fantilli, just an absolute beautiful goal. Johnny Gaudreau, overtime winner, all this other stuff. So then this is your first, basically your first time, your first moment to get back in the game and play since then. And you know that you're not in the greatest position right now. So you need, in my opinion, you should be on your best behavior and you need to play good and show that show not only to the blue jackets, but other people watching that there's something to you that you're actually worth something and to a certain degree he is worth something because he's played he has a history of being average and he's shown he could be good and this season he's been good for the most part but you can't have these shenanigans you need to just go out there and play and yesterday well monday 
two days ago. He went out there and played, played a good game. He helped the Blue Jackets win. He shut out all four shootout shooters in the shootout for Vancouver. Did not let Vancouver score a goal in the shootout. He kept him in the game because, yeah. you know, there could have been a moment where he gives up a goal in the shootout. Vancouver wins. And then Kroll Marchenko doesn't get that opportunity to score that goal in the shootout that helped the Blue Jackets win that game. So you got to be on your best behavior. And he played a real good game. And then like what Williams said, after the game, he's getting interviewed by Dave Metzold and he's kind of a dirt, kind of a, you know, a turd and it's like, oh, dirt, dirt, the monster on me and acts all pissy and everything. It's like, why do you got to act that after a game? Like, especially you won, you haven't played in a bit and you just came in and you played a big game to help the Blue Jackets win. Not only did you win, you beat the, the best team right now in the NHL in the Vancouver Canucks. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, let's go. It, it, it's time, you know, get your act together. I understand you're you're upset and you don't like how it's handled. I agree with a lot of that stuff. I wish it was handled better, but it goes both ways. You got to be able to handle yourself like a pro in a better position, more yeah. mature, handle your emotions. You, you want a big game for the Blue Jackets, and you're out there being being a little turd and being pissy about it and complaining about it. And it's like, okay, well, why? You just kind of brought down the mood because you just want a big game, and now you're just shitting all over it. And it's like, that's just not cool, man. And if anything, you just made it worse because you did it. After a game, when you're being interviewed, it's on TV, people see it, and then that goes all over social media. And guess what? You made your position even worse because people see that. Oh my God, look, he's look with his attitude after winning the game. And you know, and in that same interview, like he's you know, subtly taking shots at everyone else on the team and everything. And yeah, and 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 just like, come on now. And yesterday, Bob McCallagut had a Twitter space, and he does it every week, and it's and it's really damn good. And he was talking, asked about a whole bunch of other stuff, and Elvis Merzlikens was one of the things he was asked about. And he brought this up, which is a good point, which is, do you ever remember Sergei Bobrovsky when he was with the Blue Jackets ever talking about himself on a consistent basis and saying, oh, I need to do better. I need to do better. Or I didn't like, I, I didn't like, I gave up that goal there. Or I made a big yeah. save there. I made a big save there. I played a good game. I helped my team win. I'm not a third goaltender. I'm not a third goaltender. Blah, 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 I'm number blah, blah, blah. one. I'm a number one. No, you never heard Sergei Bobrovsky talk like that because you can talk all you want. But it doesn't mean shit if you don't back it up and play good. And for the most part, that's been the story of Elvis Merzlikens, unfortunately, where for the most part, he hasn't been very good and he runs his mouth and then it doesn't look good on him. It's a bad look. And there's times where he has run his mouth and it, he's backed it up and it does look good. But for the most part, it's just eh. It's eh. Yeah. So if you really want to get out of here, Elvis Merzlikens, doing what you're doing right now, is not helping that because they're going to look at it and say, well, this guy's playing average at best. His contract isn't the greatest. 
And oh, look at that behavior. That's that's not good. I don't want that on. You know, another team's probably like his contract isn't very good. He's average at best, and his behavior isn't very good. I don't want yeah. that on my on my team. So just keep you just settle it down, Elvis Merzlikens. Settle it down. And just go out there and play. Because if you yeah. do that and you play fine, you'll be okay. And it'll be easier for the Blue Jackets to get you out of Columbus. And one last thing. I Why didn't you just come out and just say, oh, I want to trade, rather than doing this stupid shenanigans where it's like, uh, I'm looking for a new scenario, but yeah. I didn't ask to be traded. Don't trade me. And then you like We have it on video. Yeah. Like. And, and, yeah, you're like, I- I'm asking for a new scenario. Don't trade me. Don't trade me. I didn't ask to be traded a couple days later. I'm asking to be traded. He specifically traded. said it's not a trade request. Yeah. It's not a trade request, and then you don't trade me. I want a new scenario, whatever the fuck that means, but that's besides the point. And then a couple days later, you say, oh, I want to be traded. So what changed? What changed from that, from no trade to this trade in that short period of time? Because in my opinion, you saying I don't want to be traded, but I want a new scenario is basically you saying I want to be traded without saying I want to be traded. And if that's true of the case, you should have just said I want to be traded and save yourself all this trouble because you're not helping and you're making it worse. So be yeah. more mature. Keep your Try your best to keep your emotions in check. Play better. And that will increase your chances and help the Blue Jackets make it easier to get you out of here. All right. I've gone on a rant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I just want to break it out, break it down real quick. Then I, I'm going to try to speed run my opinion on this because uh, we're towards the end of the episode, and I have some other things we need to get through. Um, yes, that's why I said switched it up to requesting a, a, a trade officially because he originally said that he wasn't requesting it. So, do you guys want to know um, what this behavior kind of reminds me of? A certain other goalie out there, and that's Jordan Bennington. Now, Bennington does some like. I mean, look, in, look, look at what he does on the ice. Okay, now, I, I loved Tom Wilson getting punched in the face by Elvis. At the same time, I didn't love what that meant for, like, between him and the team. He obviously shows that he cares about himself, not the team in that situation. You know, and, and, and that kind of showed when he was, you know, saying all that stuff um, afterwards on TV um, about, you know, Putting the monster out and all that junk. So it's like, and then so let's let's tackle to uh, Pierre LeBrun says there's no uh, there's no interest real quick as well too. So um, perfectly understandable. Uh, Ellis's contract is five point four million a year for the next three years yeah. after this season. So yeah. he's got he's got someone who whoever's going to take his contract, they're going to take this season and three years of Ellis as yeah. well. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, technically speaking, his stats have not matched his price. Uh, the unfortunate reality being put him with a, like, you know, top-tier defense, stats are going to go go up a bit. Um, but then, you know, coming out with that attitude, you can tell. I just feel like right now, like, he seems kind of toxic, and that means in the locker room, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I have you guys ever noticed how like the Blue Jackets when like Tarasov or Greaves or Martin is out there, they almost play better in front of the goalie. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me wonder what is going on behind the scenes that maybe like we're 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 not going to know everything. And this is just speculation too. We don't really know. No. But from what I see and what it sounds like, 
you're risking if you want to trade for Elvis, you're also possibly risking putting someone on your team who's toxic. Um, and you know, to be fair, maybe maybe change the scenery might might do him some good. Maybe maybe he'll go there and flourish. You know, maybe the Jackets just develop another goalie and send him off. Um, but it is what it is. You know, I I I hope the best for him in the long run. But right now, um, just just cram it and uh, until you trade, yeah. if you trade, because you might not get trade till the off season. Because you might of, get of bought market. out. So that's the thing too, buying yeah. someone out. So you have to pay. Th- um, two-thirds since he's over the age of 26 the blue jackets have to pay two-thirds of his contract a remaining contract um which would put that at like four shit i, I did the math before and it would put it at like somewhere like 10.5 million or something like that so it's a costly buyout and then to, get, to not get a return for him like because while there's not much interest, there should be some sort of return, even if it's just even if it's just picks, even if it's you know whatever, like literally anything better than future considerations. There, there's they need like because here's another thing that I really want to touch on real quick before we move on. This does not reflect well on Yarmo Kekalainen. No. Because yet again, here's another player. Think of all the players who have said, oh, they don't want to... Like, let's take for example, Artemi Panarin. And, you know, he just fell through our fingertips. And I think that, the you know, because... Looking at the past track record of the Blue Jackets and losing players like that, in the past decade, how many players have we really lost? A, a lot. A lot of people have come and gone. And some people love playing here. Some people don't. And I think that um, the one constant in that decade has been the front of the house. And I'm not saying it has to be right now. I'm not saying whatever. But, like, I, th- I feel like Yarmo is on b- borrowed time right now, as it is. Whatever happens with this Merzlikens thing, I've said this all year, it, it could make or break him getting a future job. So I'm, pre- we're, like, I'm pretty sure they're, they're going to go a different direction after this year. But it really could be uh, a big risk letting him make this decision. Right. You know, just because if he's on his way out, he is. So, and, yeah. And um, honestly, it just, it, you're right. Because right now, like I've already said, but it's like in terms of Pierre Le- LeBron, it's like, why? Would you want a goalie who's average at best, sometimes bad, sometimes good, contract not the greatest, and attitude issues? Why would you want that? Why would you want that? You won't. No, that's why nobody's interested. With a huge right. contract, right? And that, and that, and that's the point. You you don't you don't want that. And you know, the most recent example of just him only caring about himself was that game against the Capitals because the Blue Jackets were losing that game and they fought so hard to play so good and to come back to tie it. And then you have chances to win it in overtime. And what kills it is that the Blue Jackets have the puck in the offensive zone. It's a three-on-two. More likely than not, you're probably going to win the game there. But what does Elvis Merzlikens have to do? He has to be an absolute fucking idiot 
and ruin it for the Blue Jackets because he couldn't keep his fucking cool and he played right into Tom Wilson's game. That's you what do, that's, that's, that's the thing with goalie is like more than any other position, I feel like the goalie has to keep their cool like the Be, most. Because what ha- no, you're you're right, Wine. And what happens after that? Merzlikens loses his fucking cool, plays into Tom Wilson's game, and puts a arguably kind of a dirty hit on Tom Wilson. And there's a penalty gets called, puts Capitals on the power play, the Capitals score, and the Blue Jackets lose that game because of an idiotic mistake by Elvis Merzlikens because he couldn't keep his fucking cool. You screwed the Blue Jackets out of a win and that is unacceptable and i understand tom wilson is awful he does dirty hits and cheap shots i do not like that yes he was doing that to you earlier in the game i understand the way that why you feel like that but you cannot do that in overtime this it's just unacceptable because you do not have a lot of room to screw up because yeah. stuff like that happens, or so, you screw up, it's in the back of your net, and that that's it. You just can't. So, and this, this 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 past game against the Canucks, they had a four on three power play. They could have scored, they could have won the game, but they took a penalty, and that was that. They 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 lost their opportunity to win it in overtime. And they eventually lose, and that they, they may look back on that game and say, man. We could have had that game if we didn't do that um, stupid penalty in overtime. We got, a, we got so, some things to go over yet, man. Sorry. Well, I don't mean to interrupt you. But I'll just finish this up here. So All right. don't All right. be fuck, keep your cool and don't cost you the game. Don't be cool and keep keep your cool and don't cost your team the game. And I understand why some people think, no, I don't want Elvis Merzlikens. And that's just how it is. All right. So. That, it's some shitty news to hear, especially as a fan. You know, someone we cheered for all the time. So moving on from that news, there's some good stuff to leave you all with. So, first and foremost, for, foremost, I said that kind of weird. Captain Boone Jenner is on the ice. He's expected to possibly play on Friday. This is fantastic news. You know, um, for those who don't know, he was out with injury. He broke his jaw, taking a shot to the face. Um, some good articles out there on him. Um, we retweet a bunch, so go follow us on Twitter so you can see our cool posts. Um, unfortunately, uh, Nick Blankenberg, Patrick Laine, and Zach Rowenski are still out. Um, Laine should be returning here in a few weeks. Unsure about Rowenski and unsure about Blanks. So, um, and then real quick, uh, another Blue, uh, Blue Jackets prospects, uh, Stanislav Svozel. It's his birthday today, so happy birthday to him. Um Oh, yeah, it was also Provorov's birthday. And Provorov did something really cool the other day that no Blue Jack has ever done. And that is score two goals on their birthday. Defenseman. Crazy. So congrats to Provy. Uh, you know, happy birthday to Svozel. Um, real quick then, just a couple more things. So uh, Kirill Marchenko ties Rick Nash for uh, most goals in 100 games for the Blue Jackets in their first 100 games, and that is 35. So congrats to Marchenko. Um, I really thought he was going to beat that. You know, I I, I thought, it, but it's the way it goes. It wasn't meant to be. Rick Nash is still the gold 
the golden boy from uh, here. So he has, uh, Marchenko currently has, with Boone Jenner being out, has the most goals for the Blue Jackets at 14 right now. So congrats to him. Um, Voronkov, he is tied for fifth in rookie goals um, on, uh, in the NHL with eight goals. Pretty impressive. And we're kind of low on time here, but we can talk about this just really quick. Uh, so I want to talk about how good these two guys have been. And that is Cole Sellinger and Johnny Gaudreau, who have actually, I think they were on a line uh, together the other night too. Um, recently, Cole Sellinger has been playing so well. He had seven shots on goal the other night with no goals, but um, Pascal Vincent said it himself that this is, it was probably one of the best games he's ever seen uh, Cole Sellinger play. And I would yep. agree. And he's just getting more and more. So this is Sillinger's third season in the NHL. He has 182 games played at 20 years old. He's playing like a veteran. And he's 20. I uh, cannot wait to see him develop uh, even further yet. I mean, the more muscle he gets, the more scary he's going to get. Um, but he's he been playing great. He doesn't even look like he's 20 years old. He looks older. Yeah, he does a little bit. Um, I mean, heartbreak will do that to you. <laughs> Uh, Kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. Don't kill me. No, uh, but, but no, but Cole Cylinder, he's been playing really good on that first line with Yegor Chinakov and Johnny Gaudreau, and it's just been great to see. Just keep it yeah. going. Yeah, you know. Um, so recently, then too, I heard there being chatter about when Boone comes back, eventually being pushed to the wing again. Which, whatever fans are going to like it. I don't particularly like the musical chairs in the lines that they have going on. You know, it, it just. Feels like something consistent needs better. But anyway, that's for another time. So, last thing. Currently, the Blue Jackets have a new points leader, and that is Johnny Gaudreau. He, um, he has, th- in, in fact, he has three points in the last two games as well. Uh, he's been playing great so far. You know, the first, he started out a little bit slow this, se- this season, but I think uh, now he's found himself. And now we're, he's in the groove. Now we're going forward. Um, I think, you know, with having Line A out for as long as, uh, you know, he's been out. Uh, being out of the lineup, I think jo- I threw Johnny's uh, game off a little bit from like last year. Uh, he has someone who he played a lot with, um, but looking great, looking great. So, Kev, we had a win. That yes. Oh, the Kepi. Yes, Dmitry Varankov. He gets the Kepi oh, after a two-goal performance. His first. His All first ever two-goal performance from Dmitry Varankov. And um, I'm going to put this up on the screen and I'll make it quick here. But one of the goals that Varankov scored was on the power play and it was on a deflection. (laughs) And um, he scored a similar goal against Toronto where he just stands in front of the net and scores on a deflection because he's just just so big that the goalie has no chance because how do you stop it because you can't see. A similar thing happened against Vancouver where Varankov Stands in front of the net using this 6'5", 240 body, and he just scores. And, like, seriously, that's Varankov in front of the net. Like, how are you, as a goalie, how are you going to stop that? You can't see shit. How are you going to stop that? You, you just can't. You're not going to stop that. It's almost unfair. I love it, though. I laugh at it, but it's funny. That's how he scored one of his goals. Like you're a goalie, how are you gonna stop that? You just can't. Dude's like just... as big as a football player. Yeah. Yet, like, yet, like so athletic, and it's absolutely nuts. Right. It is what it is. It just you. If you're a goalie and Dmitry Varankov is in front of you, you're most likely not stopping it. So 
it it is what it is. And uh, because of that, he played a great game, got two goals, and that earned himself the cappy. So shout out to you, uh, Dmitry Voronkov. Hell yeah. I just love seeing him develop even more over here in the United States. I mean, we knew that he was coming over from the KHL, which is, you know, he's been playing like, you know, senior professional hockey over there. Um, but it's the real deal. Uh, absolutely. Um, so cool. Uh, you know, let's, I'm going to start with uh, Lion real quick. Um, I need one thing from you, and then I, uh, I'll let you say whatever you want. Mason Lorai, how he's doing? How's he? How's he, How's he doing? Has he uh, scored any more goals lately? I saw him um, make a someone, some lady like grabbed a hockey stick that he was tossing the gra- crowd, and he like, or oh, yeah. and he like made her made her give it to like a like a, a kid or whatever down there. Yeah, he was trying to throw the puck to a fan, but some other dude caught it and made him give it back to the person he was trying to throw it to. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anything else about mason laura and then you can um anything else you wish to talk about to your final statements whatever well today's his birthday like still oh. like slowville puzzle or whatever his name is yeah no doubt oh happy yeah, birthday so to mason laura ohio state yeah he's 23 uh, hockey legend. yeah ohio, ohio state, state hockey legend. legend and i will yeah. say for a guy that's 6'4 that dude can deke like he he's sick with the puck like, yeah offensively he's just he's gonna be so gifted for us when he keeps developing um yeah got anything else then yeah um i guess not really i mean i haven't followed me on twitter at bruins wine <laughs> do it do yes. it all right yeah, william do you have any final words for us Follow me on Twitter, that one CBJ fan and TikTok and the Brew Jackets TikTok. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And one last thing is that Wyan and Liv Morgan would be the best power couple. <laughs> That's all I got. Facts. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, oh man. What? Got any thoughts? Any final things you want to add to what you said earlier or um, shout outs you want to do? It's Jet Greaves season. Follow me at Bjork Swag. Um, follow the FHL for fantasy hockey shenanigans. <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, all join right. the HCA. JK, join the FHL. <laughs> join the FHL. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. All right. I appreciate y'all. Uh, Kevin, you got anything more for us? Anything you yeah. want to add on? Yes, uh, I have one video of mascot shenanigans. Right on. So it, it, it you it's on my end. You don't gotta show it. Uh, okay. So uh, the context for this mascot shenanigans is uh, last night the Bearcats basketball team won a game against TCU in overtime. Good game by the Bearcats, and uh, the Bearcats mascot was riding the wave because the crowd was base surfing him you know he was riding the wave basically and here's the video so well i'll, pl- I'll play it one more time so you can see it because mascot shenanigans are fun
was just like a dude yelling. <laughs> I would be too if I, I won. <laughs> so that yeah, I, that's just fun. I just I just love mascot shenanigans like that. That's always just fun. So I like that. Anyways, um, as I do on the show every single time on the show, you know what's coming. So there it is, like I do every day, every show. It's a picture of my brother's dog, Cooper. So there you go. So picture of my brother's dog, Cooper. Twitter group chat's the greatest group chat of all time. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> I have a Twitter group chat where I just, it's called Cooper's Pictures and Videos, and I just post pictures of Cooper and videos of Cooper. So, yeah, it's pretty damn cool. Wine is right. And uh, one, you know, as I always do, there you go. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You should just do it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like, share, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It helps out the show. Just subscribe. Just do it. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tell your friends, family. Blue yeah. those jackets. That's right. Don't so forget do all of the buttons. Yes. And... And like I always do... One, like I always do, because... I, I need laughter and I need memes. So, you know, Zach Renski, just go back to wearing this suit. Just 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 do it. Um, for the laughter and the memes, just go back to wearing this suit. And also, the Blue Jackets won a lot of games when you wore that suit during the 2016-2017 season. It, yeah, you're right, Hefty Duck. So, but... For context, Zach Wierenski wore this Michigan suit during the 2016-2017 season, and as, ever since he wore that suit, suit during that season, the Blue Jackets w- went on a run and won a lot of games. So, you know, go back to wearing that suit so we can win some games, please, and for the memes and the laughter, but mostly because so we can win games again on a more consistent basis. Anyways, so there's that. And, uh, you know, like I always do, you know, go check out Union Blue Soldiers, a fun Blue Jackets-themed fan group that I do. It's fun. And we we got a lot of fun stuff planned for this upcoming year and the future. So it's going to be great. Check out Union Blue Soldiers. Hell yeah, brother. All right, Kev. Well, I appreciate you being here as well. And, uh, And you the listener the watcher out there thank you for joining us on audio for our audio listeners i'm so sorry that um i had drafted last week's episode and not actually posted it so uh thank you for taking the time to check that out that should have no it's it's not like a time based one we talked to deanna weinheimer about the cleveland monsters mostly so it's not like it's like on a game that just happened or something so go go check that out Uh, we have all the replays as well on youtube and uh, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, wherever you are. And thank you to our watchers as well, our viewers. Um, y'all mean a lot to me. Uh, you know, it's been a crazy couple, uh, about season and a half now. And, you know, we're not going anywhere. So hope you guys don't either. But we will see you here in one week uh, from today on next Wednesday at 6 p.m. as usual. Until then.